0: to learn self-love, and help heal their story. I'm a heart space and relational coach, a holistic health practitioner, and author at heididelaire.com and LoveWideOpen.com. Let's go hold some heart space together. Hey, hey loves. Welcome to episode 181, Empowering Yourself. Respond instead of react to toxic people. Okay, so talked about in the last podcast episode, people pleasing and how, you know, we can't manifest our desires because we're living our lives for someone else. The same thing happens when we get involved in toxic relationships. We just can't even see ourselves We, we as empaths or just overly empathetic people. We can fall into traps with toxic folks, narcissistic type personalities, and we can fall into this trap of like trying to um, defend ourselves. And then we react. So really, we're going to get into the whole empowering yourself, right? Like this is where you're manifesting yourself and empowering yourself to respond instead of react to toxic people. And I think many of us, actually all of us, can probably resonate with this, right? That the, the art of responding versus reacting is hard. And when faced with toxic individuals, it's even harder. (laughs) We all encounter people who really seem to thrive on pushing our buttons, whether they be co-workers, friends, family members, even romantic partners. And so it's time to explore the power of maintaining our emotional well-being in the face of negativity. All right, now picture this. You're just going about your day and suddenly you find yourself in the company of someone who seems determined to bring you down, be it through hurtful words or manipulative behavior. These individuals are often labeled as toxic or narcissistic and have a unique way of knowing exactly where your vulnerabilities lie, aiming to exploit them for their own satisfaction. Now, responding versus reacting is a concept that is crucial to navigating these situations. So let's set the stage by acknowledging why this distinction is so vital. It's not just about avoiding confrontation or keeping the peace. It's about preserving our own mental and emotional well-being. So by the end of this episode, you'll be equipped with the tools to create a protective bubble, like a shield against the toxicity that might come So, here we go. Let's embark on this journey to understand the dynamics of responding versus reacting and explore how this mindset can significantly impact our lives. So, let's take a closer look at the common reactions we often default to when faced with negativity and explore why challenging these traditional approaches is essential. So, picture this scenario someone says something hurtful. And our immediate reaction is to get emotionally charged. We feel the anger rising, the frustration bubbling up, and the need to defend ourselves becomes overpowering. But here's the challenge I'm giving you today. Does responding with more negativity truly serve you well in these situations? Probably not. You know, it's pretty easy to fall into the trap Of meeting fire with fire and of letting someone else's negativity dictate our emotional state. But what if there's a healthier way to handle these situations? What if instead of getting emotionally charged, we could choose a response that doesn't let the other person's behavior affect us on a deeper level? Now, I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't stand up for ourselves. Of course, asserting our boundaries is crucial. However, the way we do it matters. Reacting with anger or frustration might provide a momentary release, but does it lead to any lasting positive change? So let's challenge that norm today. Instead of letting our emotions take control, what if we could respond from a place of inner strength, calm, and resilience? By doing so, we shift the power dynamics creating a space where the toxic behavior doesn't dictate our emotional state. It's about taking charge of how we respond and not allowing negativity to take root within us. Now, my gosh, I wish I had this tool set 20, 30 years ago, right? I didn't then. I do now. Really understanding emotional regulation and how the nervous system is involved, and that managing and regulating our emotions and responding instead of reacting to toxic people and understanding their behavior changed my life. Right, it has changed my life. Now it's what I what I teach. Right, I'm an emotional health and empowerment coach. This is what I do for people now getting them in so that they understand their emotions and their triggers. So anyway, I I diverge. Let's let's get back on track here. So let's get into recognizing toxic behavior and understanding the tactics used by those who thrive on pushing our emotional buttons. Toxic individuals often have a knack for manipulating situations to their advantage. Again, they could be co-workers, friends, family members, romantic partners, who seem to revel in creating discomfort and emotional turmoil in others. The key to disarming their impact is recognizing the patterns of their behavior. Now, emotional abuse, a term we often hear but might not fully understand, encompasses a range of tactics employed by toxic individuals, from gaslighting to projection. These behaviors can be subtle and challenging to identify, especially for those unfamiliar with the dynamics of emotional abuse. So let's break this down. Gaslighting, for instance, is when someone manipulates information to make you doubt your own perception or memory. Oh, nasty. It's a form of psychological control that can leave you feeling confused and disoriented. Similarly, projection involves someone attributing their own negative qualities or emotions to you and making you think it's all your fault, making it crucial to distinguish between their issues and your own. So why focus on recognizing these behaviors, you might ask, because understanding the tactics of emotional abuse is the first step toward disarming their impact. It's about gaining clarity on what's actually happening and realizing that the hurtful words or actions directed at you have more to do with the toxic individual's inner struggles and pain than your own worth. So, as we navigate responding versus reacting, let's arm ourselves with the knowledge to identify toxic behavior when we can. By doing so, we empower ourselves to respond effectively, setting boundaries that protect our emotional well being. Okay, now let's shift our focus to empowering responses, practical steps to navigate these challenging situations and protect or emotional well-being. So maybe you find yourself in a situation with a toxic individual and you sense the tension rising. What do you do? First and foremost, it's essential to recognize when it's time to leave the conversation or interaction. Knowing your own emotional boundaries is an act of self-empowerment. If you're not in a space where you can master your own emotions or respond effectively, Perfectly okay to disengage. Whether it's hanging up the phone, excusing yourself, or leaving the room, removing yourself from the toxic environment is an empowered decision, not a sign of weakness. And responding effectively doesn't always mean engaging in a heated argument. Sometimes the most powerful response is choosing not to participate in the toxicity. By disengaging, you signal to that toxic individual that their behavior will not be tolerated, and you're prioritizing your own well-being. It's important to view this act of disengagement not as running away, but as a strategic move to maintain your emotional resilience. Recognizing when an environment is unhealthy, regardless of what the other person is saying, is a profound act of self-care. As the saying goes, you can't pour from an empty cup. Leaving a toxic situation doesn't mean you're weak. It's a demonstration of strength and self-awareness. By removing yourself, you prevent the toxic individual from achieving their goal of affecting you emotionally that's what they're after. They want to and are trying to affect you emotionally. That's how they can contain and keep control of you. Let's arm ourselves with the power to respond effectively, whether it's setting boundaries, disengaging from unhealthy conversations, or recognizing when it's time to walk away. These actions empower us to navigate the complex dynamics of dealing with toxic individuals. So now we're going to get into a really crucial aspect of emotional well-being, and that's understanding our triggers and building resilience. Triggers are these sensitive points within us that, when activated, can bring forth intense emotional reactions. Recognizing these triggers is fundamental to responding effectively in challenging situations, take a moment to reflect. What are the things that, when said or done, sting the most? And knowing these triggers is a big key, and how you step forward and toward emotional self mastery. So, when we react impulsively, it often stems from not fully understanding our own wounds. And if we're unaware of our vulnerabilities, we become susceptible to emotional manipulation. It's like walking through a field of landmines without a map. So how do we navigate this emotional terrain, right? Again, I think back and when I was involved with a narcissistic personality type uh, several years ago, gosh almost 15 now, I didn't understand my own wounds that were causing me to stay in this and not recognizing how horrendous the behavior was and that they were feeding off my emotional reactivity because I did not at that time know how to regulate my emotions through my nervous system. Again, hindsight, right? So learning to love ourselves involves understanding everything about ourselves, including our vulnerabilities not pushing them away, understanding them. And by identifying our triggers, we really gain insight into the areas where we may be more prone to emotional reactions. And this self-awareness is the foundation upon which we can build resilience. Some of you may not even fully know your triggers because they're old. They're old wounds That seem like they've been with you forever, right? It's this patterning you now have. You just react, you just react. And you don't even can't even connect back to the original wound. So if you want help getting unstuck, you know, book that breakthrough session with me. So let's get into a new scenario. Imagine someone throws a really hurtful comment your way, targeting one of your triggers, one of your wounds. And instead of immediately reacting, you take a moment. For that, your inner dialogue to take hold. That you ask yourself, is this true? Is this hurtful thing they are saying true? And is what they are saying define who I am? And by questioning the validity of the comment, you're actively engaging in what's called self-parenting. And it's a powerful tool in emotional resilience. I want you to remember, someone else's Hurtful words are often a reflection of their own insecurities and wounds. And by recognizing this, you create a mental space for yourself to separate their issues from your own self-worth. It's about acknowledging the hurt without internalizing it as a truth about yourself. I'm going to say that again. It's about acknowledging the hurt without internalizing it as a truth about yourself. So as we journey toward responding instead of reacting, I want you to commit to yourself to learning how to love yourself fully. This involves embracing every aspect of yourself, including your vulnerabilities. So, so far... We've uncovered the importance of understanding triggers and building resilience. Now I want to get into and explore a metaphorical approach to dealing with toxic individuals. And that's treating their toxicity like a child's behavior. Toxic individuals often exhibit behaviors that mirror emotional immaturity. They don't even have emotional mastery. Picture a child throwing a tantrum to get attention or using hurtful words to express frustration. Similarly, toxic individuals may resort to pushing our buttons to alleviate their own inner turmoil. Recognizing this parallels the first step in disarming their impact. So again, imagine you're faced with hurtful comments from a toxic individual. Instead of reacting impulsively, consider responding as you would to a misbehaving child. Setting boundaries becomes an act of protection, not just for yourself, but also for the toxic individual who may need to learn that such behavior is not acceptable. And disengaging from toxic behavior is akin to a parent walking away from a child's tantrum. It's not a sign of weakness, but a strategic move to avoid reinforcing negative behavior. By doing so, you convey that their actions will not yield the desired response, thus shifting the power dynamics. So keep in mind that a grown person exhibiting toxic behavior is essentially showcasing emotional immaturity. Recognizing this allows you to maintain your emotional equilibrium, not taking their actions personally. It's a really powerful stance that communicates your refusal to be drawn into their negative energy. So wrapping up on responding versus reacting. Remember that treating toxicity like a child's behavior is not about belittling the individual, but about disarming the their impact on your emotional well-being if you want help implementing any of these tactics please reach out and book a heal your story breakthrough session the link to do so will be in the show notes sending lots of love and a little push to empower yourself to respond instead of react bye for now Thank you for listening to another episode of Heal Your Story. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me, my coaching services, my book, or book a Heal Your Story strategy session at HeidiDelaire.com. For other self-development articles, go to LoveWideOpen.com. You can also follow me at Heidi Dallaire or Love Wide Open on all social media channels. Thanks so much. Sending lots of love.